If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Weird AF News, where we've got your daily dose of weird. Live Mario Kart is coming to Los Angeles next year, and I couldn't be more excited. I've always been a fan of the video game Mario Kart. You guys know the one I'm talking about here? I mean, who doesn't love Mario Kart? You guys remember playing that shit? Always been a dream of mine to actually be in that video game. (laughs) So now, apparently, this is what's happening, and I'm going to be able to be in this video game next year, and you better believe your ass if this is happening in L.A. that I'm going to be doing this. So maybe you're a fan of either the OG Super Mario Kart or Mario Kart 64. Maybe you, like me, have impeccable taste, and so you know that the version for GameCube is indisputably the best version. That's what this article is saying, anyways. I don't know if I've played the GameCube version. Uh, I've never even played the Wii version. Apparently, there's, there's a Wii version. Uh, but Mario Kart is a classic. I mean, I'm trying to say, how do I define this game? I mean, imagine... Okay, so imagine the glee and the fantasy world of Mario combined with race cars. That's, I mean, I'm, that's like breaking it down to as simplest as it could be. Um, but so here's what's coming to L.A. It's called Mushroom Rally, all right? It's an Australian-born karting experience. It's coming to L.A. in early 2019, meaning the time has finally come for you to put on a red hat and a mustachio <laughs> and some overalls and race around like an, like an old Italian plumber. <laughs> now, the de- they don't have a lot of details uh, but there's been previous races around the world, apparently, which is odd that I don't know about this. How come no one sent me this information before? Like, obviously, you guys know this is weird news, and you should know that I'm a fan of Mario Kart. Like, why wouldn't you send me this article? What is wrong with you? <laughs> so what happens is about 600 people can race in groups of 20 at a time. Why only 600? Why not make this a permanent installation and have unlimited people that want to go. You want to race Mario Kart? You should be able to race it whenever you want. Uh, unlike Japan's mini car races, Mushroom Rally does not take place on actual streets. And uh, it's, a, it's a custom-built track off the streets. And it's going to be going down over two days. So the cost of a ticket includes 30 minutes of racing and a costume. <laughs> cool. Uh, There's going to be a number of prizes given out on the day of. This is outstanding, by the way. And it's stuff like this that makes me, you know, because obviously I cover stories that make you go, why why live? Why live in this world? (laughs) But then again, there's stories like this that go, here's why I want to live in this world. Fantastic events like this. Oh, unbelievable. By the way, what's with this Japan's marriage? I'm sorry, I said mini car races. It's Mari car, M-A-R-I car races, which actually takes place on the streets of Japan. I got to see what that's all about. And my, tr- my trip to Japan, which is going to happen someday. 
There's some, so much weird stuff going on in Japan. I gotta go there. I mean, robots serving you f- uh, food at restaurants. I mean, crazy shit going on. Crazy. Like, uh, sloth cafes. This kind of stuff. Japan is amazing. Amazing. They just do the most dynamic shit. I just love it. They're kind of like Florida if Florida had a brain. <laughs> They're kind of like Florida, but take out the criminal mind. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, but it's true. And uh, by the way, I didn't get any feedback on Florida Fridays. Did you guys enjoy Florida Fridays? It was a, it was a, it's a new thing suggested by my friend Ryan, and I thought I would try it out this past week. And nobody called in, was like, "Yo, Jonesy, I love Florida Fridays. Thumbs up." Also, no one called in, and be like, "Jonesy, Florida Fridays sucks. I want to hear Florida stories any day of the week. Don't limit me to just Friday." Uh, and then, of course, I never got a call like, hey, Jonesy, I am from Florida, and I just learned how to work a cell phone. <laughs> but I got to go now because I, I, I got to go find crack. <laughs> Sorry, Florida. I'm just picking on you. You know I love you, right? Without Florida, where would my show be? <laughs> this title was pretty alarming. A California kindergarten student can take cannabis to school. A judge rules. How about that sawing going on right outside my window? That's pretty cool. Hey, could you be a little bit louder out there, construction people? I mean, it's not like I'm trying to change the world with this amazing podcast or anything. Ass. So a California kindergarten student is allowed to bring cannabis to school. The judge rules. This is outrageous. What does this mean for the cannabis culture? Uh, hey, what's, what's, the, what's the law of snipering a construction worker to death? Is that a thing? Can I do that? Can I just shoot him in the head? A five-year-old California girl can keep bringing a cannabis-based drug to school used for emergency treatment of a rare form of epilepsy, a judge ruled on Friday. This is amazing. I never thought I would see the day that a student of any age would be allowed to bring any sort of cannabis chemical, cannabis-infused object to class, you know? I just never, it's, it's, it's outrageous. The changes that are coming. Wow. Can you tell I'm totally distracted by this saw that's going on? Oh, God, I want to kill. I want to murder. I need some cannabis. <laughs> so the judge sided with the family of a, a girl named Brooke Adams who attends a kindergarten in Santa Rosa, California. The Rincon Valley Union School District had sought to ban this ointment that she takes from the school because it contains the active ingredient in marijuana and they're living in the past. (laughs) They forgot to say that. Officials said allowing Adams to use the drug at school would violate state and federal laws barring medical marijuana on school grounds. In California, medical marijuana use in private with a doctor's recommendation is legal. A total of 30 states in the District of Columbia allow medical marijuana usage. The judge's temporary order permitted the young girl to start school in August while the district's objections were considered. A nurse accompanies Adams to school and has had to apply the ointment three times to treat her seizures. Uh, The judge made the order permanent on Friday. This is incredible. Uh, This girl has seizures. I mean, she's got to go to school, Okay. Right now, of course, you could homeschool her and apply the treatment at home. But why disallow her from having a public school experience if that's what she wants to have or a private school experience if that's what she wants to have, if that's what the family wants to have? Because she has a condition. You know, why deny her this? Why not bring this, allow this ointment? Okay, it's like not it's probably not psychoactive. 
You can't, you know what I'm saying? So like what, children aren't in danger of being high off this ointment. And I mean, I'm guessing here, maybe I'm wrong. Um, it doesn't say that, but you know, we're talking about an, a, I'm assuming a CBD oil of some sort that you don't get high off that, right? It's not like she's smoking a, lighting up a joint in the middle of recess or something or, or whacking a bong in the middle of science class, okay? People need to chill the hell out. And in general, just need to chill the hell out over America, the existence of marijuana. It's not going nowhere if you haven't noticed, okay? It's not going nowhere. It's like global warming. It seems to be here to stay. <laughs> I disagree with global warming. <laughs> You ever notice that the people that don't don't agree with global warming also uh, want marijuana to go away? Um, <laughs> anyways, this is like this is a situation where hey, let's all act like adults here, grow up. Marijuana is not going away. All right, this is a this is a chemical. You call it a drug, whatever you want. I'm gonna call it a plant. How about that? And you can't stop me. This is my podcast, and I'll call it a plant. This plant isn't going away, by the way. All right. It's here to stay. Like tobacco, it's here to stay, this plant. And by the way, a hell of a lot safer than alcohol, all right? I want you to point out some marijuana-related deaths. <laughs> and, and the few that you find that you can count on your fingers and toes are completely dwarfed by the amount of alcohol-related deaths that we have every year in this country. I mean, people, I mean, you know, if this lady, if this girl wanted to bring a six-pack of Coors Light to, to class... You know, people would be like, ah, maybe that's okay. But that marijuana, hell no. <laughs> that's how crazy people are. Now I'm, now I'm just on my soapbox acting like a jerk. I'm sorry, guys. This stuff, these, these issues, though, get me going. As you know, I get going. I get going. And it's, you know, and I live in California. And I'm very, very pleased to see this change right before my eyes. I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, then again, there's a, there's, a, there's a dark side to the to the cannabis. I'm not going to say that it's completely uh, off the hook because I know some people who, who categorically smoke way too much and they're idiots because of it. I can see their brain meltdown. There is just, but this is like, this is not to be blamed on the cannabis. This is to be blamed on the personal habits of a dimwit. Okay. If you overdo anything, it's a problem. If you overdo caffeine, it's a problem. Do you know people who have drank monster energy drinks to the point where they have liver failure? This can happen. And some people are smoking marijuana to the point where they're just, they're just, you know, you can't even have a conversation with them and expect them to remember it the next day. They're just so, they're just piles of waste. I know some of these people. Okay. But like anything else, you, it can be abused, so it's important to uh, educate yourself on this. Experiment with this cannabis. You know, my phone is blowing up. All right, listen, uh, I'm going to move on to the next article. Please, you probably want to call in about this, so here's the number, 646-450-2012. Email me at funnyjones at gmail.com. Let me know what you think about this girl bringing her, uh, her, her little weed lotion to school so she can uh, stop a seizure and not die in class and maybe learn some shit. Here's something that's kind of fun. It's not exactly a news item, but uh, I came across this like article called The Six Coolest Places You're Not Allowed to Visit. And I was like, what? what? what are these places I'm not allowed to visit? Like Area 51? What could it be? And I thought I would run down some of these and maybe, you know, I would love to go to some of these places because I just want to go to places I'm not allowed. I've always been a trespasser. That's something you should know about me. You tell me I can't go there, I'm going to try to go there. Okay. 
I'm going to hop the fence at Area 51. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go there. <laughs> uh, here's one. Heard Island Volcano in Australia. Uh, this remote island has the best of both worlds, the deadly combination of icy glaciers and active volcanoes. Okay, maybe I don't want to go to this one. <laughs> so one of the volcanoes on the island, it's called Mawson Peak, started spewing lava in the year 2000, and it has been active ever since. Hence, this island, home to animals such as marine birds, seals, and penguins, is out of bounds for curious travelers for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I probably don't want to go to that one, I'm going to say. First of all, I'm not a fan of cold places, icy glaciers. Nah, that's not a place I want to be. And uh, then the other thing is that, of course, active volcanoes. Those are, those are pretty pesky when you're trying to have a vacation. <laughs> when you're trying to pitch your tent on the side of a volcano and the molten lava runs down and melts all your equipment. That's just, that's just annoying, isn't it? Here's another one that sounds really cool. Snake Island in Brazil. What could this be? Oh, my God. First of all, snakes are dope. I know a lot of people are afraid of snakes. I'm not that afraid of snakes. I've had pet snakes. As a child, growing up on the New Hampshire border, I was privy to the, to the, to the forests and the woods within which I would frolic. <laughs> yes, I would, yes, I would frolic in the woods and, and catch snakes. That was a thing that I did. We caught snakes, me and my cousins. We would go, I mean... So maybe Snake Island is a place for me. Why can't I go there? I'm in, I'm, I want to know. It's a 43-hectare island. Whoever knows how many hectares are, there are. I have no, no idea what a goddamn hectare is. Uh, I'm sure one of you nerds is going to call me about that information. Okay, a hectare island. It harbors one of the deadliest species of snakes in the world. Ooh. Brazilians, seems to, Brazilians seem to think that you'll find a snack on the island every five square meters, but the more plausible snake population is around 4,000. What? What is that? What's that sentence even mean? Chances are you'll never find out for yourself unless you're a biologist. The Brazilian government only allows a limited number of biologists and researchers to visit the island once a few years to study these snakes. It doesn't tell you what the name of the snake is. Stupid article. What is the name of this deadliest snake in the world? How am I supposed to know this information? Does anybody know? Do you guys know? It looks beautiful, the island. I'm looking at, at a picture of it. This looks fantastic. It looks like a good place to get away from, you know the violence of city life. <laughs> I want to go there. Here's another place. It's another island. North Sentinel Island in the and Andaman Islands? Andaman Islands? This one looks beautiful, too. Wow, this one. Oh, it's like crystal clear waters. The island is small and covered in greenery, but the coral reefs around it make it difficult to reach on water vehicles. Helicopters may have been able to access this remote island. But the obstacle in this case is not the environment of the island, but its inhabitants. The Sentinelese, the people living on the island, are known to be hostile to outsiders. They reject outside contact so fiercely that they have been known to shoot at helicopters with arrows. Their tribe remains cut from the modern world and lifestyle, and they intend to keep it that way. That is so cool! Oh my god, there's a tribe out there that doesn't want humanity to infect them. I don't blame them. They're like, we've seen your Instagrams and Twitters and it's bringing down humanity. Get away with your social media. You be gone. Do not try to bring Air Jordans and Nintendos to our island, you bastards. I, 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 there's something very noble and respectable about these people on this island, North Sentinel Island. What, what is it near, though? It doesn't say. 
Oh man, I would love to go there. I mean, I, you know, part of me wants to go there. Obviously, it seems amazing. I would love to connect with these people, but then another part of me doesn't want to go there because I don't want to. I don't want to be the one to crack open the the door to the rest of the west, the rest of the world to them. I was going to say the Western world, but I don't know where they are. The you know, you know, it's like this. One day I visit, take some photos. Cut to two years later. These people are, you know, they got. The World Wide Web and they're losing their money on the stock market. Oh, man. That's so cool, though. You know, it's hard to even imagine a tribe that's still cut off the world from the world in 2018, isn't it? It's hard to imagine that that even is a thing. I think that's so neat. Do you guys ever see that YouTube video where there's a... Uh, it's an old... It's old film footage of a, uh, a Caucasian explorer who comes across... A tribe. It must have been shot in the '70s or something. Maybe the early '80s. Comes across a tribe, and you can and shoots video of them. The first interaction. They had never seen a white person before. They'd never seen that skin. They were like, they were like the way that they would reach out and touch. It was like they were touching a ghost or something. And they would they were frightened. They would like pull away, you know. And finally, the guy let them touch touch his arms and stuff. And they could. They eventually it led up to them being so familiar that they were touching his whole body and like. He was showing them that it was he was okay and he wasn't like a spirit or something. Oh my god, this video is amazing. You got to see it. I can't remember the title of it, but it's just the most amazing footage of a of a of a tribe that had been cut off from uh, the rest of civilization and they were totally afraid. They'd never seen a white person before, obviously. Okay, here's another one which I've heard of, the Lascaux Caves in France. Now these are like these are caves that have been. Uh, made inaccessible to the public because they have some of the oldest and best preserved cave paintings uh, that have ever been discovered on Earth. And uh, so this location has been given the privilege of being a World Heritage Site by the UNESCO. It's been inaccessible to the public since 2008. The caves are considered unique as they hold intricate and beautiful paintings of animals drawn in ancient times. Uh, This... There was an there was an unfortunate after they opened the caves there was a fungal outbreak inside the caves uh, after that oxygen was allowed inside because the cave was sealed for a long long time and then the, the fungus was creating a problem so the French government had to close it down permanently only historians and scientists are allowed inside the cave for short amounts of time but I heard they also built a replica of this cave that actual tourists can go into and I don't know if it's right next to the cave or somewhere in uh, nearby in France but you can go there. All right, I'm running along on this article, so I'll do I'll do one more. The Svalbard Svalbard Global Seed Vault in Norway. This last location on the list is also the coolest. It's a seed vault, 800 miles from the North Pole. The facility has been built to preserve the seeds of the Earth. Almost every type of seed this planet has to offer has been preserved. This has been done to revive species of plants just in case a disaster wipes out botanical diversity from the earth. The vault functions like a regular bank in the sense that governments can send rare plant seeds to keep safe in this safety vault. The 11,000 square foot facility looks like a structure right out of a science fiction movie and is only accessible to people who work in it. Yeah, it looks like the monolith in the 2010 uh, Stanley Kubrick movie. Oh man, this is off limits unless you're a scientist. Yeah, I don't want to, I'm not really interested in going there. I'm not interested in like a vault like that. I want to go to that island where the where the, the tribe of people will shoot arrows at me. Be like, get away, white boy! <laughs> and your modern sneakers. Hey, Jonesy. Bugsy here. I was just going to tell you a quick story. 
we used to get on our school bus and our bus driver would drive all the way out to the end of the dirt, long dirt road out by the river. And out at the end, anybody who had got on on the way got on on the early stops and you were in for a treat. The treat was got to do donuts in this big flat open dirt field in the school bus. <laughs> I don't know how parents today would feel about that, but we didn't tell ours, so I don't know. Mine might have just heard me, but no. Uh, yeah, we had amazing things went on back in the day out here in the small town, but that that bus driver would have definitely never made it through that nowadays. What's up, weirdos? This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF, AF News. Who else would it be? My Japanese roommate? No, it's me, obviously. I'm going to give a, a shout-out to Katie Bird, who uh, wrote me a nice comment on the Weird AF News Facebook page. She wrote, she gave it a review, it looks like. You can give reviews on that shit. So go to the Facebook page for Weird AF News and give it a review. Oh, I need to read a bad review. Um, I'll, I'll try and find one by the end of the week. Because you know I love my bad reviews. Most of them come on Amazon for some reason. Amazoners are very, very busy reviewers, apparently. Uh, thank God I'm not on Yelp. I think I would I think I would suffer on Yelp. People would just write the worst Yelp reviews on Weird AF News. They'd be like, this guy has an annoying laugh. He just laughs at himself. It would be nice if he just did the stories and not the commentary. Like, his commentary is stupid. I just want to hear the stories. <laughs> well, you know what? You can Google them and read them yourself, you born asshole. <laughs> so this is from... Oh, man, this sawing. Just enough with the sawing. I got to move, guys. Get, send me money so I can move. <laughs> Katie Bird, she wrote, looking for some weird and crazy news, you've come to the right place. This guy has the best stories, some of them unbelievable but true. Combine that with his hysterical sense of humor, personality, and delivery, and you've got weird AF news. Check it out, you won't be sorry. Oh my god, that's like, that brings tears to my eyes. I'm so flattered that you would... My hysterical sense of humor, that's lovely. That's lovely. And I have, I have good stories, too. You know what? Because I, you know, when I read that, I'm like, Do you th these aren't my stories. I find these on Google. I think she means my personal stories that I sometimes share with you guys. You know, like the time I went to jail in Kansas. Did I tell you that one? Um, did I tell you about the time I went to Peru to take ayahuasca? Did I tell you that one? I got so many stories, and I occasionally drop them on the show. And so I think that's what she means. And, and I feel so grateful for a review like that. So thank you so much, Katie, for the shout-out like that. Um, so uh, if you guys want to leave a review anywhere, do it. If it's bad or good, I'm, I'm fine with it. If it's going to be bad, though, really make it bad. That way, like, make it hysterically bad so I can read it and it'll be entertaining. Like, I want you to tell me that I'm the spawn of Satan or something. <laughs> and I need a dose of Jesus in my life. That's funny. Uh, anytime you want to call into Weird AF News, please do. 646-450-2012. You can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Instagram is at Funny Jones, Twitter at Funny Jones, and Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. Also, please go to my Patreon page, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News, and uh, look at ways that you can support Weird AF News and support Jonesy by giving uh, me a couple dollars a month to uh, allow me to uh, drink copious amounts of coffee and eventually, eventually build a little nest egg up so I can get the hell out of this noisy-ass, tiny, shitty apartment in Los Angeles. Thank you. 